Hello, and welcome to Innovators Can Laugh with Eric Melcher. Eric is a social entrepreneur, marketing geek for a tech startup, an American expat living in Romania, and a mediocre tennis player. Admiring the drive and vision of entrepreneurs everywhere, Eric dives into the interesting and fascinating stories of innovators from Eastern Europe. Here now is your host, Eric Melcher. If you love beautiful handcrafted woman's shoes, you are going to love our show today. Today we have sisters Anka and Sabina Sirkow, founders of the Hush Shoes. Hi Anka and Sabina, welcome to the show. Hi and thank you for inviting us. So how are you gals doing today? We're working as we do every single day. And uh, we were uh, really enthusiastic about uh, talking to you today. Fantastic. So I thought we'd start off with a little game and it's called Two Lies and a Truth. Okay, I'm going to say three statements. Two are lies and one is true. You both have to decide which statement you think is true. Ready? Okay, that seems fun. Okay, first statement. I haven't bought a new pair of jeans in seven years. Second statement. I play the guitar. And the third statement. I own four pairs of Ferragamo dress shoes. Which statement do you think is true? They all seem so false. (laughs) 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 This is a hard choice, really. (laughs) Maybe the second one is true. Is that the one you're going with? Yeah. Do you yeah, agree? let's say the second one. Okay, the second one. No, unfortunately, I don't play the guitar. I wish I did, but I don't. It's the third statement that's true. I own four pairs of Ferragamo dress shoes that I never get to wear anymore because of COVID, and I don't really go to the office, but that's the, the true statement. Aww. I guess it's time to get four pairs of slippers or flip-flops or whatever. <laughs> Like Adidas or something, yeah. (laughs) Okay, now Anka, I have a question for you about your sister. Okay, Okay, I'm listening. You have to fill in the blank on this one. You ready? Okay. Instead of flowers for Valentine's Day, Sabina would rather receive... Fries. Fries? (laughs) (laughs) Fries? Okay, okay. From where, though? Like, where, where are the good fries here in Bucharest? We are uh, huge fans of uh, McDonald's fries, so that Thank should you. be easy. Yeah, yeah. They do have really good fries, very good fries. Sabina, question for you about Anka. Okay, okay. you have to fill in the blank. What is Anka's go-to karaoke song? <laughs> okay, she's not a great singer. It's hard to choose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's a poor karaoke singer. We both are. But Okay. At the bar, there's a karaoke machine. She's had a few beers or a few drinks. What's that song that she's thinking about going on stage to, to sing there? I'd say Whitney Houston, We'll Always Love You. <laughs> hey. Okay. <laughs> That's a very romantic choice there. Okay. Cool. Hopeless romantic here. Busted. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So French fries and Whitney Houston go hand in hand. There we go. okay let's dive into shoes how did the hush story begin tell me about that there was evening we were at my sister's place having a glass of wine and we were brainstorming on a business idea and we went through so many of them from dry cleaning to jewelry 
and we finally chose shoes. It took quite a while because it's not that there are few business ideas that we could go for. It's just that we tried to choose something that felt close to our hearts, something that we wake up every day eager to do. It's not that we don't love our current jobs, but it's not something that I look forward on the next day. And this is what we try to find, something that we really enjoy doing, and that's shoes. We both like shoes, we both have ever since we were little, and we said, why not? It's quite hard, but I think we can manage. And off we went. <laughs> now, was there ever any discussion or hesitation because your siblings? My brother, he's great and I love him to death, but I doubt I would want to work with him. Was that ever any discussion there? There were discussions, not on the business idea, it's when I think I said to have a shoe company, she said, yeah, that sounds great, let's do it. <laughs> there was nothing about it that raised any questions. However, yes, we do have times when we disagree on things, but I guess we both got to that level of maturity where we appreciate the differences and we use them constructively, let's say. Okay. And between the two, where are the streets between the two? Who's better at doing X and who's better at doing Y? The thing is, I see myself as on the creative side, but I couldn't do the things I do without uh, Sabina, without my sister, because she sees everything from a totally different perspective. When we are looking at the same situation, we are seeing completely different things. And that's why we are work working so well together, because we can evaluate the situation from different points of view. Yeah. And that's a lot. Yeah, you complement each other. I think my wife and I are like that. We're very opposite in the way we're thinking and approach things, but it works out. It's just a great team collaboration. So I, I imagine for you too, it's been working out when you decided to launch the shoe company. What about the name, The Hush? That's a very peculiar name. How did that come about? It's the thing that hush makes you think about something that is somehow with a closed circuit, unapproachable, maybe. We also want that our customers feel the, that our shoes make them feel special. Our shoes are special and our purpose is to make women feel special. Got it. Who is the woman that's wearing your shoes? Describe her uh, for us. Even though we see ourselves as a more exclusive brand, we are at the same time inclusive because... We support women being who they really are. We support their individuality. The harsh client can be a businesswoman, mm -hmm. a young mama, can be a fashionable teenager, can be whoever she feels like being that day. Whatever version of herself makes her feel most comfortable, we support, again, the idea of being who you really are, of being unique. Yeah. see clients ambassadors of our brands and we do encourage them to talk about their experience with Hush to encourage other women to be the, the best version of themselves every single day got it and I read that these shoes are handcrafted quality is very important to you guys in regards to quality what makes a pair of shoes, good quality in your opinion? We have invested a lot of time and resources in research before launching our collection. It's very important that the uh, white of the shoe fits your, your foot 
that the quality of the leather, the quality of the heels, it's high because low leather quality will uh, also hurt the foot and also look somehow uh, different than the quality we want to, to exhibit on our shoes. Uh, it's very important, feet are different. It's very important that each pair of shoes fits uh, your... Now, COVID happened last year and it's still continuing today. When you decided to launch the Hush, was that pre-COVID or was that during COVID? It was during COVID. Wow. What was the biggest hurdle that you both had to overcome for the launch? There were actually a couple of things because when we decided to launch Hush, we were thinking of a shoe brand that sold, that sold exclusively heels. However, due to COVID, not many women wear shoes, high heels, right. on the way to the supermarket. Therefore, we had to launch a series of flats as well. Okay. That was the first thing because we had to reinvent our business right before the launch. Mm -hmm. We expected the pandemic to be over beginning of this year, which did not happen. So in January, we had to come up with about 15 pairs of flats. Okay. That was one thing. Completely unexpected, completely unplanned from a financial point of view. It was quite hard to overcome. But the thing I'd say that uh, was the most difficult for us was to find a group of professionals that was able to turn our vision into reality. The pandemic affected all industries and mm -hmm. the shoe industry is no exception. The, every company started to reduce the size of their teams to fire people. And therefore, they were a bit skeptical in dedicating their few resources to a new project, given the fact that they had no clue whether it's going to succeed or not. Mm -hmm. To convince them that we have a business model that is worth the effort, that it is going to perform, that is going to be on the market five years from now, it was a really tough job. They were, they were really hard to convince, honestly. So you're both working full-time for other corporations. I'm, I'm guessing, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of the finance is maybe from both your savings. Was there any other types of fundraising that you did to get the Hush launched off? No, it was all our resources. All our savings, actually. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> all. <laughs> <laughs> You're true entrepreneurs. So let's talk real quick. You're working full-time for another corporation. You're launching this startup. What has been the approach in terms of how to get things done, how to execute, how to launch this business on the side? How have you been able to do that when you're both working full-time? We started to do it step-by-step. Step. We started to learn things about shoes because none of us had any idea about how uh, shoes are made. We just liked shoes, but we didn't even have any idea of how they were made. The starting of the business was not that hard because we already know what to do in terms of legal requirements and so on. The paperwork and everything, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, we just started to, to learn about shoes and then we found uh, some professionals that could help us go and find production shops. We have visited five or six production shops and uh, we have uh, worked with them on a limited period of time until we decided that it's not the type of quality that we want for our shoes. So we went further and further until we reached the ones that are perfect for us. 
Okay. Luckily for us, in the shoe industry, the working schedule is a bit different than in corporations. We work for, from 9 to 6 p.m. In the shoe industry, the workers start their working day at about 5 or 6 in the morning. So we woke up really early. We, have, we had three or maybe four hours before we had to start our other job. And mm-hmm. then afterwards, after 6 p.m., when the shops were closed, the, the suppliers were closed as well, we had to do our administrative tasks. Right. Marketing strategy, our financial calculations, and all that. And also the weekends. We don't really have too much of a personal life nowadays. <laughs> I love hearing about this grit and, and determination, and we all have the same number of equivalent hours, but for entrepreneurs like you guys, you make the most of it. How many shoes are in your co- collection currently? Oh, uh, 30. 30. Okay, about 30. And are you thinking about expanding outside of Romania at some point? Of course, yeah. Actually, this one was a long-term plan, but recently it uh, has become a medium-term plan or maybe short-term plan because uh, we have received many orders that we couldn't deliver. <laughs> so <laughs> That's a good problem, right? <laughs> That's an excellent problem. So what are you doing? It sounds like there's a lot of uh, demand for this. Are you doing something specific to get customers and to drive awareness? What are you doing from a marketing and sales perspective actually we're not doing that much as i am also working in media i am approaching all the online channels the available online channels for hush but other than that actually we're not doing that much people come to us just because the type of shoes are different they look different than the shoes than the shoes you can find uh, somewhere else maybe Mm-hmm. And uh, they're very confident. This is the feedback that we receive from each and every client that has worn our shoes. They're very comfortable even uh, with uh, 10 centimeter heels. That's fantastic. What have been the most wanted or the most requested shoes uh, so far in your collection? We have a pair of sandals called the Ingenue and that was the most bought of our models. Okay, okay. Last question for, for you both. What advice would you give someone who wants to pursue a career in in entrepreneurship? I think it would be to never give up, actually. Because getting started, usually it's easy. But we have encountered a number of issues that could have convinced us to give up. But luckily, it was two of us that were doing the job. We encouraged each other. (laughs) When one was down, the other one was... (laughs) Going and saying, okay, we got this, we can do it, we have to move on. And this is what I would say to any person thinking of entrepreneurship, to be patient and to give themselves time. We were supposed to launch six months before we actually did. Mm-hmm. But we were not ready on time. It's a six-month gap. It's a very long time. We had a, a huge delay, if you ask me. And yes, there was a lot of money and resources invested that we wanted to get back. However, we said that if we had to choose between a product that has a medium quality but is on the market on time or having the right quality but later on, maybe for six months, even a year, we would have done the same as we did. We would have waited and invested some more so we can get to the point where we always dreamed of being. The product has to be up to the, the highest standards and quality. That was, it seems like that was the big priority for you guys. And it's working out that way. If people are giving you great compliments, testimonials, referring others, it worked out in your favor. 
real quickly, what was one of those obstacles that came your way and you thought, wait a minute, maybe I should be doing something else and give up? I'm just curious. The beginning was not that easy because after we launched our business, we expected to receive tons of orders and sell tons of pairs of shoes. It was not the case, really. We just we were just looking at our our uh, order list, and we were like, "Now what?" We were just refreshing the window uh, from hour to hour, and no orders were coming. Mm. So that was a little bit scary, but it's natural. It's the beginning. It's actually. It's the way it should be. And then, actually, and then it went better. Better and better, and now we're good. <laughs> good. Good to hear. And I love your tagline, by the way. Of course, I'm never going to buy your shoes because you don't make new uh-huh. shoes, at least not yet. But when I read the tagline, for people who make shoe contact before eye contact, I loved it. As somebody who loves copywriting, when I read that, I was like, that is good. That's really uh-huh. good. <laughs> That's uh, actually, that came from us. I mean. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, Anka and Sabina, thank you so much for being on the show. For everybody listening, until next week, this is Eric Melcher from Innovators Can't Laugh saying goodbye and la revedere. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you are not a subscriber, please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to write to me, my address is innovatorscanlab at substack.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, at Melcher underscore Eric, on Facebook or Instagram at Innovators Can Lab. I'm Eric Melcher, and you're listening to Innovators Can Lab.